Canada HR News on January 22, 2024. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about the use of social media for job prospects by immigrants before they arrive in Canada, tracking office attendance by employers, men taking care of their mental health, increasing compensation of oil and gas sector executives, and other topics. To get the latest HR updates, follow us on X at CADHR News and LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast. According to Manpower Group, demand for green skills grows as companies are trying to achieve their sustainability goals. Based on surveys of 5,000 workers worldwide, Manpower's report reveals that 70% of employers are urgently recruiting or planning to recruit green talent and people with sustainability skills, with the highest demand in renewable energy, manufacturing, operations, and IT. Talent leaders cite finding qualified candidates, creating effective reskilling programs, and identifying transferable skills are top barriers to execute green transitions. While 70% of white-collar workers say they are ready to embrace the green initiative, only 57% of their blue-collar peers say the same. 75% of Gen Z candidates research a prospective employer's green reputation, and nearly half say it will impact their likelihood of choosing a particular employer. Given these results, creating a roadmap for workers to transition into high-demand green roles remains a pressing priority. According to a study conducted by Toronto Metropolitan University in 2023, 65% of surveyed pre-arrival newcomers used social media for job prospects before coming to Canada. While new immigrants are combing the social media environment for information and services, they primarily rely on a few key methods and platforms to find labor information. Men prefer email and telephone-based communication. For women, Facebook is more popular than making direct phone calls or emails. When seeking job interview advice or salary information, newcomers turn to LinkedIn more than any other platform. In the first six months of arrival, those who used social media before arrival had on average a 3-to-1 advantage in getting established in the labor market versus those who didn't use social media before arrival. A correlation between social media use and higher-paying jobs also emerged from the university's survey. Nearly 80% of immigrants who secured high-paying jobs were found to have used social media before arrival, while nearly 75% of immigrants who gained precarious, low-paying employment did not use social media before their arrival. As such, those who used social media before arriving to Canada were more likely to find work that matched their credentials. Employers can analyze which platforms are a good match for their job vacancies and advertise on these platforms. Eight out of ten companies will track employee office attendance this year. 95% of surveyed employers 
say employees will face consequences if they don't comply with office attendance requirements. They can see their bonus being impacted, benefits reduced, and even salary lowered. These are the findings from a new survey by Resume Builder of 800 business leaders at organizations where most of their workforce could work remotely. The majority of companies will use badge swipes to track attendance. Additional ways companies plan to track attendance are manually, Wi-Fi, occupancy sensors, and under-desk sensors. 33% of respondents say they will fire employees if they do not go into the office when required. The reasons companies are mandating employees return to office, they believe it has a positive impact on productivity and improves employee satisfaction. Additionally, 29% of business leaders say working from office reduces burnout. The vast majority of companies say they will provide incentives to employees for going into the office. These incentives include happy hours, catered meals, and upgraded office space. Some employers will even offer bigger incentives such as raises and childcare benefits. Wayfair announced it would lay off approximately 1,650 employees, representing 13% of its global workforce. The cuts of this online retailer include 19% of Wayfair's corporate team and focus on management and leadership roles. Wayfair says about 50 Canadians are part of this layoff. Chief Executive Niraj Shah said he's making the cut because the Boston-based company went overboard in hiring during a strong economic period. He says Wayfair has since veered away from its core principles and now needs to eliminate excess to get efficient. Wayfair's layoff is expected to deliver annualized cost savings of more than $280 million and follows cuts at Google, Amazon and Duolingo. Oil and gas sector CEO compensation jumps double digits as the result of high profits. The report from Bedford Consulting says pay has soared along with industry's post-pandemic resurgence. CEO total compensation ranged from $220,000 for companies with asset values under $100 million to $16 million for companies with asset values over $30 billion. In some cases, CEO compensation rose by as much as 75%. The increase in executive pay came as the oil and gas sector rebounded from years of downturn and low commodity prices. Russia's invasion of Ukraine in early 2022 led to global fears about energy security, causing oil prices to spike. Some companies were also criticized by environmentalists and politicians for directing significant profits to shareholders in the form of dividends and buybacks rather than prioritizing investments in decarbonization. The Trans Mountain Expansion Project, which is 98% complete, is expected to add over half a million barrels per day of Canadian oil export capacity. And it is already projected that CEO pay will tick higher in 2024. 
the Canadian Men's Health Foundation is helping more men tackle chronic stress, anxiety and depression with the MindFit Toolkit. In 2023, the number of virtual counseling sessions completed by men increased 13 times compared to the same period in 2022, and the Foundation expects further expansion in the current year. The MindFit Toolkit is a free online resource that connects men and their families to self-assessment tools, expert advice, and virtual counseling. Men who qualify can access up to three virtual counseling sessions at no cost or at a reduced rate from the comfort of their own home. Men can also register for upcoming winter session of MindShift Groups for Men, a group therapy program hosted in partnership with Anxiety Canada. The virtual eight-week program supports men with mild to moderate anxiety at no cost for those without extended benefits. New Brunswick will exempt newly graduated nursing students from first-time registration fees. The government has committed $2.7 million over five years toward this initiative, which is meant to enhance accessibility for applicants from within and outside the province. The savings for each recent graduate registering with the association is about $500. This initiative follows a collaboration between the government and association that reduces financial barriers for internationally educated nurses, including the cost of first-time registration. And this was Canada HR News. If you enjoyed this episode, follow us to stay up to date and leave us a rating in Apple Podcast. You can also find us on Spotify and on other podcast platforms. If you would like to share your point of view on current HR topics, contact us at cadhrpodcast at outlook.com. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on X at CADHR News and LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.